Well, this is the night we depart for a great excursion. Uh, many things are in store for us. Uh, many things have already been given to us. Much more will be given to us in the days when we return. Much continues to unfold from the days that are written about in our scriptures today. And our gospel, in a particular way, we need to paint a couple of pictures and help us understand the context with which all of these things are happening. And the shepherds, as we know, were visited by this angel out in the field. They're outside of Bethlehem. They, maybe they lived in the area or whatever, but then they take the sheep out. And, and you can go pretty far, so they could be quite a distance uh, from there, but they were within that, that range. And this angel appears to them and speaks to them of the fact that the Savior will be born for them and uh, they're, they're uh, to go and see this child. Other image we can have is of the inn of the place where Mary and Joseph and Jesus are. We can think of like a house and then we can think of like if you've ever seen like some people have like grandmother's quarters or like a little tiny house attached to the house. Okay, think about that. That's what we're dealing with here. Okay, so Jesus and Mary arrive and uh, there's somebody already there because really, right, what the, the census was happening. So people were already returning. That was already filled. So then they get the other side of the house. And the other side of the house is like where you store all of your toys and your dirt bike and uh, you know, the extra car that never gets worked on or whatever, you know, on the other side. That's, in, in modern, in, in ancient times, that's the cattle and the sheep and that's where all the animals were, okay? So you can think, oh yeah, you got put over there. So have those two images in mind. Jesus and Mary are at this house that belongs um, likely to, the, to a family and they're off on this side shed, you might call it, where the animals are. And then, the event. Of these two moments that were already places in which God were working, collide. With the shepherds coming to the manger. And in this arrival of the manger, what is it that they do? But they make known the message that had been told them about this child. Okay, now, the baby obviously wasn't going to say anything, but Joseph and Mary are there. wonder if at any point Mary's like, yeah, we know. Or Joseph's like, yep, already had the angel visit me. <laughs> right? I mean, you have Joseph and Mary there, and the shepherds, the lowest people that you could imagine, are the ones who arrive to be like, oh, hey, everybody, let us tell you what happened. Do you think at any moment maybe they'd be like, uh, uh, how about you just look at him? But no, that's not what happens here. The people you would least expect, the people out with all of the animals, the ones that probably had no education, right? They likely would have had no education, none, zilch, zero, from little child all the way up to shepherd whatever age they were, 
They arrive and Jesus is there. And even though he is there, Mary and Joseph turn to them and whoever else is around them because we see sort of implicitly in here, there's other people around. So maybe the people who lived in the main residence of the house were drawn into this whole thing too. Who knows? Maybe even somebody that was like, I don't know, whistling Dixie outside got drawn in, right? I love those, those crashes, those, those nativity scenes where they got all those different people in it, right? This is the beautiful dynamic of Christian prayer is that we imagine, I was there too. And then we can think, maybe the blacksmith somehow ended up there too. Who, who knows? There's, we can see implicitly in here that there's other people around. And so here the shepherds now are like center stage. As they speak of the event that happened to them before that moved them in such a way to arrive at this manger. To arrive at who they knew and suspected to be, based on the proclamation, the Savior of the world, the one whom all of their people had been waiting for. And he was there. And yet, while he was there, and Mary and Joseph had already had their own encounters with these angels, had already had their own dynamics of the Lord in their life, gave all their attention to these people. And as they spoke what was revealed to them, something incredible happened again. And how do we know it was incredible? Well, because it says, all were amazed at what they heard. Amazed. Now, I don't know, we don't know exactly what it was that they were amazed by. But have you ever had something happen in your life in one way and then something else happens that confirms it and you know for sure that there's no way that these two ways could have known the same thing? What? You too? You too? Have seen a messenger? from God. You too were given a part of the revelation of what's going to happen through this child, a different part than we were given. Wow. And what's the consequence of this encounter? The consequence of all of this, it tells us for sure Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen just as it had been told to them. Hearts that praised him. Was every heart praising him, though? No, what does it tell us? Mary pondered these things in her heart. One dynamic 
of the event of Christ in your life is a pondering, a dialogue between you and the mystery who made you as an instrument of your own unique event of God, but also made you like the shepherds to praise him, to speak of him, to share with the world that is in need of the Savior just as much as they were 2,000 years ago in need of him today. You? Have you met God? Maybe just an inkling? Maybe, but not sure. Or maybe like a bystander in the midst of all of the mangers saying, I don't even know what this is about, but something's happening among them. There's going to be beautiful moments that happen in the days ahead. But it's important for us to realize that none of us would be on this journey had we already not, or had we already not encountered him. And maybe we don't know we encountered him. That's kind of part of the amazing surprise is as we go on, moments happen. We're like, oh, wait, (laughs) you started this way back then and I didn't even know it was you. It's important we remember He already has done something incredible and uniquely for you. And like the shepherds, each of us are drawn together to a place. A place where we know that God will dwell in a particular way. And none of us know the ways in which he wants to speak to our hearts. But just as St. Paul in his letter to the Galatians reminds us, we have been given this spirit and called his sons. And their hearts cry out, Abba, Father. And so even the desire to want God in our life is already a recognition of the spirit given to us. There will be moments also when we come home that it will be important that we recognize both hearts and that we ourselves, maybe in the times that we're together in these days or maybe when we come home, that there will be things that will be for us to ponder in our heart with the mystery of God. And Mary reminds us of this way. But there will be moments when you will be called to be the ones 2,000 years after the shepherds to go out and praise him. And what does praise him look like? For some, maybe, I don't know, it might be putting your hands in the air. That's what I immediately think. But I don't do that. So maybe that's for you. (laughs) 
But to praise God is simply to open our mouths and to speak of what it is that we have seen and heard. Period. And when we do that, somehow the thing of God, the divine work that happened in us, somehow happens again. And it doesn't have to come with frilly language, and it doesn't come to have, have to come in particular ways, and it doesn't have to be... Uh, it, all it has to be is the Spirit speaking in your heart. Even if you ever notice, pay attention sometimes, that people who speak of the events of God... Even if they like don't even tell the whole story or they don't even like make sense totally or they kind of just somehow you're like, I don't know what they're saying, but something's happening. We are all called to be people who have hearts that ponder and hearts that praise. We are all people who have met him and been called into this incredible journey. And we're all going to a destination to gather with many other people whom in this moment we don't know, like the shepherds had no idea who would be there. I hope you meet someone that you've never met before. And I hope every person that you meet, you have that subtle intuition that maybe this one also filled with God. An easy way to break the ice and get to know people is to simply ask them what it is that brought them on the journey. And then open your heart and mind and you'll likely hear and see something of God born again. Merry Christmas, everyone, and Happy New Year.